Homemakers, our show is made possible by a few carefully selected advertisers and because of our Patreon friends. If you haven't yet, we invite you to show your love for the show by becoming a patron at patreon.com forward slash Homemaker Chic Podcast. There you will receive downloads to both of our cookbooks, exclusive access to snippets of the Homemaker Chic book as it's being written, and a private invitation at the end of every season to join us for our live fangirl party call. You can be a part of Homemaker Chic and show your support for the show by visiting patreon.com forward slash Homemaker Chic podcast. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Homemaker Chic podcast. And now let's rock this show. Welcome, welcome, welcome to season 11, 11, 11, 11 of Homemaker Chic Podcast. Hey, Shay. Uh, hey, girl. How are you? <laughs> I've missed you. <laughs> I missed you. We missed you all. We are so glad you're here. This is where twice a week, let's just say you're brand new. You were scrolling iTunes or Spotify and you're like, ooh, what is this? I am Shay and I'm joined by nope. my best. You're Angela. I'm Shay. Well, I'm a professional. This is season 11, and I'm Shay. Nope, that's not how it goes. I'm Angela, and I am joined by my friend Shay. Except that we're 2,000 miles apart. We are two homemakers with 10 children between us, two farms, uh, lots of dirty dishes, and rotten apples in the couch cushions, and, you know, lots of fluffing of pillows and organizing and hospitality and all those things that fall under the homemaker category. And we decided to join forces twice a week and encourage homemakers around the world in this fine art of homemaking. So what we say, if you're brand new, is that we are rescuing the art of homemaking from the daily grind. We're doing it in red lips. We're not wearing any frumpy denim jumpers. We are here to rock your world. And sometimes we get our <laughs> names right. I feel like that that might be over-promising. We're here to rock your world. We are. No, we're rocking it. We're going to rock it this are season. We? Sorry, we are. Okay. <laughs> um, it's exciting to be here. Season 11, it feels, I don't know, in a lot of ways, it's like when you have your first kid and you're like, I don't know how to do this. And you have to just sort of figure it out as you go along. And mm-hmm. what your children don't realize is that you end up sort of growing up alongside them, sort of becoming an adult. As you're yeah. trying to like raise this child, <laughs> that's how I feel. This right? podcast is <laughs> every um, theme that we've had for every season has been mm-hmm. chosen by us because it's something that we particularly need in any given yes. season. And so we don't. We're not here because we have this figured out. We not. We're not here because we know exactly what we're doing. We're here because we're just making it through, just like all of you are. And we're not always going to get it right. Sometimes maybe we'll be right and we're going to be the truth that you need to hear. Sometimes uh, maybe we miss, maybe we miss fire. That's okay, too. Sometimes we don't even know our own names. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, back in the saddle. Here we go. Um, Yeah. Well, what you been up to while we've been on our break? It's all kind of a blur. (laughs) It's all a blur. I don't know. It, It. what have I been up to? I've done a lot of like little home DIY projects, just knocking out little things here and there. And we're working on the cottage to get that ready for renting. And I went in, went out of town and visited family mm-hmm. and just like moving through the list really because we're still 
Well, right now, while we're talking, it looks like the sun is trying to make an appearance, but the snow just basically washed away yesterday in the rain. Mm -hmm. But it's still pretty. It's soggy. Mm -hmm. It's not really spring here. It's soggy. That's what we (laughs) we should call it. The season between. Mm -hmm. So it would probably be like- I know you're working on your project. How's it going? Yes. Okay, ladies. You guys will be happy to hear this update every time we do the fangirl Patreon call. People are like, what's going on with your bedroom? (laughs) Uh, Because for like five seasons, I've been like, nothing. Um, Oh, we're just in the thick of it. It's hilarious. So we're renovating our basement, which is where Might and Stu's bedroom is. And I mean, really renovating, getting water down there, electricity, all these things. And what that means is that our queen size mattress is now in our on our living room floor and all of our clothes are in plastic bins behind me, strategically hidden from the camera so that people watching the video can't see them. Mm -hmm. So it's it's a little bit of an in-betweener time. It's soggy and it just in a different way. (laughs) I did show um, my kids that text video you sent last week of like the you know the yellow floor with like the big cuts in it like where the plumbing is going and just the mud and the cement goop and they're like oh Mm -hmm. like yeah that's in their home yeah (laughs) that's we know what it's like to live in that like just you know the drywall dust and oh yeah it has to get worse before it gets better and it's been an ugly Mm -hmm. couple weeks an ugly couple Mm -hmm. weeks of like putting in rebar for concrete and busting out bedrock and loud taking down walls and breaking out stucco and chicken wire and it's it's not the pretty part no it's it's dirty and horrible but i'm so grateful that it's happening i'm so grateful that it's happening I can't wait to have a toilet really close to my bed, like for when you have to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah. Right. Now. Yeah. I got up last night and padded down the hall and I thought, this will be so nice when it's off of my office. Exactly. <laughs> Not exactly. around the corner, down the hall. Like some of us can't hold it that long, you know. <laughs> the best part is, so we're sleeping in the living room and a lot of times our dog comes in at night we just we just enjoy having him around but he's a great mm-hmm. pyrenees he's massive we have 22 laying hens that we're raising they're little chicks right now so they're chirping we have them in their little pen then i have my citrus trees inside because it's a little too cold for them still so i've got this like jungle in my living room of grapefruit trees and lemon trees i mean there is so much life <laughs> just mm-hmm. I mean, and then you throw on running a business, homeschooling for children. It's there's so much I life. Don't know, three meals a day, <laughs> snacks. Yeah. Oh, and plant starts. I've got all my tomatoes, eggplant, yeah. peppers. All of it's just strewn, on, you know, around the windows in the living room. It's mm-hmm. just as full to the brim as it could possibly be of just life. I mean, I don't. We just we've gotten to the point where we just kind of shrug our shoulders and laugh. Like this is this is it. These are the good yep. old days. These are the good yes. old days. They are. And they're hard and they're silly and dirty and frustrating. But they're the good old days. And I know that they are. The chickens are in the living room? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's Yeah, you're a better Where woman will I, I put them? I'm, I keep looking at my house thinking, where will I put this? Don't you guys have a barn with electricity? It's too cold. It's too cold. Okay. Even with the heat light, it's too cold. Okay. The the night temperatures are just really low. So should I have mm-hmm. waited to get them until it was a lot warmer? Maybe. 
I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my gosh. And then are the kids playing on the mattress during of the day? Of course. Because it's, it's there. It's Georgia's, like, new little personal apartment, you know? She, yeah, she's probably making, like, a little nest yeah. on it every day. Yeah. Artwork and books. Yeah. And then the boys are doing somersaults, yeah. I imagine. And yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. I can feel it. It's. I just said it's going to make victory that much sweeter. It's going to make victory yeah. that much. When we have a door that we can lock that goes into our bedroom, mm-hmm. we have not had a locking mm-hmm. door, y'all, in many moons. Mm-hmm. It's going to be worth it. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I still can't quite believe that we've made it this far. So I think right, yeah, right before we finished up last season. Uh, we hit our two-year anniversary. Yep. And um, the audience is growing, and it's it's incredible. We had a great fangirl call last week, and I, I can't believe we're we're staring we're staring at season eleven. Mm-hmm. Season eleven. Are we going to uh, tell the people? Yeah, let's tell the people. <laughs> let's do. So each each fangirl call, we sort of hash things out with our. Um, with our girls and, uh, you know, they, they give us feedback and, um, then Shay and I get together and we sort of just look at what's going on in our life, what's going on in the culture, what's going to be relevant. Cause, uh, most of the time you've heard us say this, we're talking to it. This is like our twice a week pep talk to each other when it comes to keeping our homes. So we have what we think is going to be a fantastic theme. We think you're really going to enjoy it. We're going to extrapolate as much as we can from these three words, and they are prepared makes possible. (laughs) Yes, it does. But go ahead. But prepare this. You looked like you were going to talk. Oh, I I was just thinking. Okay, so I have to tell you guys this story. This is. I'm going to turn you up while you talk. This is part of where this theme came from. So, being optimistic, I decide it's time for me to get my children their passports taken care of. Just, I'm not in a rush. I'm not going anywhere. I have no plans, and so this is the perfect time for me to get these passports accounted for. So what I do then is I try to go and I try to find my kids' social security cards and I try to find my children's birth certificates. And I, for the life of me, cannot remember where I stuck these very important documents. I call my mom. Mom, did I give my kids' birth certificates to you? And she's like, no, why would you do that? I was like, well, I'm not dumb. Like, where would I put these things? So then I like, laying in bed in the middle of the night, racking my brain. This goes on for days and thinking, Mm -hmm. where did I stick them? And I kind of had this like loose thought of, remember when Dave Ramsey talked about the burn box is what he called it, where Mm -hmm. you get all your important stuff, where when your house is on fire, this is the box you grab. Yeah. I'm like, I think I made one of those. And where would I stick it? Because we live in every inch. So it's not here. The only place I can think that it could possibly be is under the house, like in our crawl space. Okay. Really, that's where you're going to shimmy down when there's a fire. Yeah. It makes a ton of sense. Yeah, I'm on my hands and knees <laughs> crawling on with the snake dirt. And I'm sure enough, I see a box with a bunch of papers in it. So I drag it out. It's covered in cobwebs. Mice have chewed all Ew. the corners of the papers. And I pull it out. I basically need a hazmat suit. And I'm like, 
oh, wouldn't you know, there's all, there's our marriage certificate, our wills, our medical directives, powers of attorney, mortgage stuff, mm-hmm. um, children's birth certificates. <laughs> anyway, it just, it was the perfect time for me to be like, this is unacceptable. You are a homemaker yeah. and frankly, funny story, but the, this is absolutely unacceptable. Mm-hmm. It's completely unnecessary and were something to have happened or you really needed those at the ready, you weren't prepared. You actually weren't prepared. And you would have made things way harder for yourself and way harder for your family, potentially. Mm -hmm. Grossly just like by being disorganized, by like not having a system and ultimately not being prepared. And so as these things go, it like starts this whole catapult of like, wow, what else am I not prepared for? Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I'm not even prepared to fill out an application for a passport, like what else am I not prepared for? Anyway, that's kind of where my mind's been, especially once we sort of thought and settled on this theme. It's a great question, I think, for the homemaker to ask herself. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. And it's you know, when we do pick the themes, we want them to have um, lots of tentacles that can come down into all the categories, all the things we do as homemakers. Right. So it's not always about boring stuff, like knowing where your legal documents are. <laughs> it's it's being prepared to make the next meal, <laughs> like as easy as that. And like, that's, I think what's going to mm-hmm. happen this season is we're going to... Um, Probably have a reckoning with having to take a lot of ownership Ugh. because yeah, when you're not prepared, it's usually your, you know, it's your fault. Yeah. I want to talk about that point a lot because I actually wrote some notes on that exact thing. Okay. But I think before we do that, let's cue the first wine segment of season 11. Should we do that? I think first we should say thank you to our sponsor okay. for season 11. Okay. Because we do have... A brand new sponsor um, for season 11. That is uh, our good friends over at American Blossom Linens. They are the official season 11 sponsor. You can visit them at AmericanBlossomLinens.com. We want you to use the code HOMEMAKERSHEIK20 for 20% off. To make things really easy, we want you, listener, to be prepared. All you have to do this season is go to HOMEMAKERSHEIK.com, HOMEMAKERSHEIKPODCAST.com, HOMEMAKERSHEIKPODCAST.com. That's where all of our advertisers are. All the coupon codes, any questions that you need answered are going to be there. So you can be prepared by making a little note of that website. And for sure, make a note to visit Janet and AmericanBlossomLinens.com. Mm-hmm. Coupon code HomemakerChic20. Because we want you to be prepared for a beautiful, toxic-free night's sleep. These are the sheets that Shay and I use in our homes, on our children's beds, on ours. Uh, Look, uh, we're going to touch on financial things this season. We're going to talk about being prepared, even prepared for minor emergencies. We're all here. We're all in this culture. We are all experiencing what we're experiencing. Um, I know we're all feeling the pinch of inflation. This is comes right back around to the better, not more mantra that we had the first couple seasons. Um, now more than ever, it's really important to make very wise financial decisions. We don't just want to be burning through things. I'm talking to my kids all the time right now about not wasting food, not wasting this. Take care of your clothing. Let's make sure we're not, you know, walking out in the gravel with our socks. Let's not try to wear through things as fast. Mm -hmm. Let's be really good stewards of what we have. 
And I think American Blossom Linens falls under this category. You know, we're, we're feeling inflation because their concept is that you you buy these sheets once and they're they're woven to last a lifetime. So instead instead of spending money, however much you would spend over the next 10 or 15 years on sheets for your home, this is the choice we want you to make. Shay and I have been thrilled with these sheets. Mm-hmm. Fun fact, you know we're both working on bathrooms and uh, they do have towels coming out in just a matter of weeks. So we're going to keep you apprised of their new towel line because I love a good, mm-hmm. soft, fabulous towel when I get out of the tub. Mm-hmm. Plush makes me feel like I'm in some swanky hotel. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to share that with them, with you guys when that comes out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny, too, because I remember when we started this podcast and we first paired up with American Blossom Linens. I remember mm-hmm. just having an extra set of sheets to me felt like, oh, my word, I'm an adult. <laughs> Like a grown-up, if my marriage certificate yes. wasn't buried under the house, I would be a real person right now. I have a closet <laughs> and it has sheets in it and like extra right. pillowcases. And we actually have had instances like that where somebody pops in and they end up staying mm-hmm. the night or you need to throw together a makeshift bed on the couch for a kid that's puking or whatever it may be exactly. or have extra sheets. And um, it, it does. It truly feels like such a gift, such a really beautiful way to be prepared to just have what you need. I cleaned my kids' rooms today and I have stashed up enough sheets now where I can just change their sheets and put another one directly on, which that's if you, that is like, that feels really (laughs) grown up and decadent. Uh, If if you have never heard us talk about American Blossom, we want you to know that they're all Texas grown cotton. Um, Also, you know, using organic cotton, everything's made here in the United States. And so that's something that is very important to myself and to a lot of you. Uh, the fibers, all of they use a fiber uh, process called combing. So all the rough fibers are pulled out of these sheets. They really are like modern vintage sheets. If you go to their website, you're going to see they're going to be talking about how they get softer with every washing. You're going to be thrilled. <laughs> Purchase once. Yeah. AmericanBlossomLinens.com. Homemaker Chic is the coop Homemaker Chic 20. Mm-hmm. Just go to just go to homemakerchicpodcast.com. There's a link you can ease. There's a big red button. It'll send you right to Boop. their website. Coupon codes right there. So that's a way easier way to navigate it. Than Angela talking. Than Angela talking. Basically. Yeah. 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 Stop Here talking. Full stop. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank you, ABL, yes, for sponsoring yes. season eleven. Yes. Now you can cue that wine music. Okay, I want to cue the wine music. I'm gonna do this a little bit different today. Okay. I'm just feeling it. So I'm all right. I'm gonna pour I'm gonna pour my wine and I'm gonna talk about it. And in the in the vein vein. (laughs) Just do it. (laughs) Trying to come up with a different word. (laughs) I say in the vein way too much. Um in the vein of our uh prepared means makes possible. I'm trying to get this Mm -hmm. right. Prepared makes possible. Um to me that can apply even to wine. Having good wines on hand having a box shipped to your door means that you don't have to make those decisions at the supermarket you've already made the decision you're prepared for the unexpected supper company but i want to give you some real pointers uh, we still get okay. uh contacted information about like the dock wines that we talked about or the docg mm-hmm. wines that you talked about a few yeah we'll go we'll, we should go over that again okay um yeah so today i'm gonna pour a glass of gamay wine gam may is how it's pronounced. It's a light-bodied red wine, okay? 
And Mm -hmm. what I've researched, I've been spending a lot of time learning about wine. Here we go. I'm going to pour this. Is that... Can you get the sound? I was going to say get the glug on the mic. Um, Gamay is really well known for having a lot of its flavor in its nose, meaning like when you put your nose into the glass of wine, right, Mm -hmm. the aroma that it releases... So Gamay carries a lot of its fruit notes in the nose. But here's what I here's the applicable part of this. So uh, France obviously has a lot of amazing wine regions, but this is noted. So Gamay primarily comes from the growing region called Beaujolais. And this is noted as the only wine region in France that doesn't take itself too seriously. And here's where this is helpful for you. So Burgundy which is sort of right above where Beaujolais is, is really known for Pinot Noir. And then below that, there's this sort of like non, not as serious, a lot smaller, not as well-known Beaujolais region that grows Gamay. So almost 75% of all the Gamay in the world is grown in this teeny little Beaujolais, okay? And Beaujolais is broken into 10 little cruise or like i don't know what is does crew actually stand for something do you know yeah but it's I like i'm thinking it when you look like, at the map it looks like little counties yeah okay so beaujolais in okay. these little 10 little counties and gamay is grown in these so there's basically like 10 sub varieties of gamay okay so this is called morgan which is one of the 10 and it literally just says right on the bottle morgan gamay which now okay. that I've researched this, if I see Morgan, I'm thinking, yeah, I know exactly what it is. That's a Gamay. And I know that because of the name, it's going to come from France, which is cool. I love knowing stuff like that where you can be like, oh, yeah, let me tell you. Let me tell you about this. But OK, so if you like Pinot Noir, here's the cool thing about Gamay. Super comparable to Pinot Noir. This is their relative. their cousins. The vines are cousins. And it's way cheaper than Pinot Noir. So if you go to the grocery store and you're really wanting a nice wine on a good budget, Gamay is an excellent wine for you to look for. And that makes it enjoyable. So now you know. Also, apparently, Morgan Gamays are meant to age for five to ten years. But this one's only two years old, and I'm going to enjoy it today. (laughs) So there there you go. (laughs) (laughs) So if you would like to be prepared with your own beautiful wines from France, Italy, Spain, Australia, Germany, New Zealand, South Africa, visit dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic. There's a link right on our website, Homemaker Chic Podcast. If you want an easy way to go, do that. You'll get an extra bottle. In your first order for just a penny, these are beautiful wines from all around the world that we get to enjoy. So, to season 11. Fabulous. To season Oops. 11. Cheers. Cheers. I don't remember what mine is. I poured it downstairs from the, the wine bar. It's super cloudy. Mm. I need to go check it out because it's almost like a milk. It's almost milky. Mm. It's very fruity. So much fruit. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's an easy pair too. That one's like the yeah. the Gamay goes with everything. Uh, the Beaujolais, they're an easy. You don't have to put a lot of thought. They're going to go with just about everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very much so. Really easy. 
it's almost light enough to be like it. It could be almost like a white wine. Like you could serve it in the same way that you would. Yeah, it's like a pic- picnic, mean, picnic wine. wine. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Anyway, there Thank you, you have it. Farm. Little gamay education. Okay, to get back to our topic of prepared makes possible, I'm going to read a quote for us. Okay. I haven't told you about this yet. Um, <clears throat> I found this on the internet, and it was on a blog that had been quoted, but it wasn't the author. It's just that unknown. So if you wrote this, okay. I'm sorry. I tried to find <laughs> who wrote it. But. <laughs> okay. Um, a homemaker is prepared from creation to provide comfort, order, relaxation, peace, and restoration in an atmosphere especially planned for her own family to provide a loving center to which everyone in the family will be drawn. Truly, there should be no place like home. Single women are not without the DNA from the creator to create a prepared and welcoming place as well. Even without husband or children, a woman needs home to satisfy her nesting and nurturing instincts. A single woman, too, should prepare a place of comfort, solace, and one in which to recharge her energies. As you create your home, you should not only meet your personal needs, but you should also receive those whom God sent to you for ministry. Hmm. Yeah. I've never heard that. I haven't either until I found it. But to, when I think about what we're trying to create in our homes, that's what I want. I want it to be mm-hmm. like this nucleus. I want it to be a place of safety, of love, of restoration, of beauty and enjoyment, of, did I already say comfort? I want it to be mm-hmm. all those things, whether that's for myself and my husband, whether it's just for myself, whether it's for five children, whether if it's five visitors passing through. You know, mm-hmm. there are a lot of single people who, you know, bring in exchange students even or, you know, there's all kinds right. of people that filter in and out of our sphere of influence, as it were. And to me, it was like, this is so helpful when we think about being prepared because it's going to apply different to everybody. Mm-hmm. But this sort of being the goal of that preparation Hello, lovely homemakers. This is Angela. Spring is in the air, and it's time to visit oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com for your spring home design inspiration. Join the Old World Design Society now for as little as $5. You'll have access to one design class a month, a private online forum full of professional designers and amateur home stylists to learn from and become friends with, choose to include a print or digital magazine with your society membership, and watch your stylist skills grow. Become a member of the Old World Design Society today and learn how to elevate your space, improve your knowledge of antiques and history, and style your home like a pro. The Spring Magazine is shipping now and it's gorgeous. Our design classes are ready for you to join us. Visit oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com and see that there is now an option for every budget. That's oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com. A huge concept on this show is Better Not More, and our sponsor, House of Tokuman, exemplifies this idea. Visit hotrugs.net if you're tired of throwing your money away on cheap rugs that don't survive your lifestyle. 
Dress your home in a hand-woven rug from House of Tokuman. I have to confess, I'm pretty obsessed with this company. I totally trust Annabelle's knowledge and expertise. She's helped me find beautiful heirloom-quality rugs for our home. They are made from the finest cottons and sheep's wool. Free shipping in the continental U.S. is a serious bonus, too. Here's a designer tip. Follow House of Tokuman over on Instagram for the most incredible education on rug quality, care, and sourcing. And then when you're ready... Use this exclusive coupon code HOMEMAKER25 for 25% off this investment into the fabulous style of your home. You're guaranteed a -a one-of-a-kind rug, no fake antique rugs, machine-made copies, or replicas, my friends. You've seen them in our homes. Now it's time to dress your home in a rug. Visit HouseFromTokuman at HotRugs.net. That's hotrugs.net and use the coupon code HOMEMAKER25. Last year, we finally took the jump into the freeze-drying world with a beautiful new freeze-dryer from Harvest Dry, and we are so glad that we did. As a homemaker and gardener, these freeze-dryers have the very important job of making sure that nothing, whether it's a bountiful crop from the garden or leftover soup from Sunday supper, go to waste. These incredible machines are very versatile. You can use your freeze-dryer to preserve dairy, meat, produce, and even complete meals. Here's the very best part. Everything is completely automatic. You literally just fill the freeze dryer trays, push the start button, and walk away. Preserving food can be that simple. Freeze dried foods last for 25 years in your cupboards and will maintain taste and color and flavor. The food retains nearly all of its nutritional value, and home freeze dried food costs one third the cost of store bought, which means your freeze dryer from Harvest Right will pay for itself in no time. This is the perfect season to order your freeze dryer so you can have it set up and ready for spring and summer bounty, whether you're freeze drying fruits, vegetables, herbs, milk, or even eggs, Harvest Right machines are the best on the market and will soon become an invaluable player of your preserving kitchen. Visit bit.ly forward slash Harvest Right Homemaker or click the link in the show notes to shop your new home freeze dryer system from Harvest Right today. Did you, um, before you had a husband and children, did you prepare your place, I mean, was did you were a nester in your own room, right? Even as a mm-hmm. young woman, yeah, very much so. Yeah, and then when you got married, was that your um, <clears throat> initial instinct to to do that for Stu, or oh, or did you see? Yeah, yeah, very much okay. so. Yeah, so you looked at you looked at his personality and what would mean things to him. And you brought that into your style, into your routine, so you could create that feeling for him as well. I'd like to think I thought about that. I think I thought more like, I want to make this place pretty. <laughs> okay. That's all. Young, bright. Fair enough. I don't, you know, right? I don't remember. I do remember. So we rented our house and stored our stuff in it, um, even though we didn't move in until after we got married. So we had rented, I think, mm-hmm. the month before. You know, and it's like wedding presents start to filter in. Like we would put all the stuff there so that when we got married, we had our place to go to. Mm-hmm. And I remember he had he hosted some of the men from that came up to to come to the wedding at this house. So like they slept there before I did. And I had this beautiful olive wood cutting board that I'd gotten as a wedding oh, present. Yeah. And they'd made margaritas on it and just cut it to hell. And I was yeah, live it. 
I was yeah. so mad because I had staged it, you know, and I had a little vase of flowers on it. And I like I had all of this in me that it just wanted to come out so badly. Mm-hmm. Um, Gosh, I was just telling my parents about group projects that I would do in college. And I remember doing those stupid trifold like display boards. Yeah. And it was this group project where everyone's supposed to participate. And I was just elbowing people out of the way. I was like, I'll do this my way. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> Don't yeah, give me your feel pictures. <laughs> I'll find the right ones myself. <laughs> right. So um, I don't think that's true for every woman. But I think it's right. probably more true than not that we mm-hmm. tend to have – we tend to have a desire. And that comes out from women in a lot of different ways. I've mm-hmm. known women who are – not great homemakers just in terms of like cleanliness or organized beauty, <laughs> but mm-hmm. are so welcoming and so soft-hearted to having people come in and out of their home. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I, again, I think we need to hold that term kind of loosely and give women a lot of freedom. To, right. Please. Can we please do that? Can we please always do yeah, that? What, what yeah. What prepared looks like for me or you might look like complete anal retentive, (laughs) unnecessary stress to some other person. Right. Um, And and then on the opposing side of that, there might be a personality that is so chill and relaxed that you're looking at them going like, oh, my gosh, you have you're just living a life of loose ends. Mm -hmm. But they're they're fine. Mm -hmm. They got this. Mm -hmm. That's where they can function. Mm -hmm. And. Yeah. If the idea is to create wherever you are, whether that's in like a dorm room <laughs> or a basement, mm-hmm. whatever, if the idea is to create a nucleus of restoration, um, basically, right? Whether it's, again, for mm-hmm. yourself or other people, whatever it may be, um, that's just going to look so different the way that we apply that in our lives. So obviously, mm-hmm. all we can talk about really is from our own perspective right i mean yeah we're going to talk about what looking what being prepared looks like for our families because that's what we can speak to um and maybe that sort of sparks an idea in somebody else well maybe i wouldn't apply it that way but maybe in my home we could apply it like this Hmm. um i'm always really fascinated when i see someone i I, the the way Women run their homes differently, the way they organize them and shop for them and keep them. Mm-hmm. It really fascinates me. I, I love seeing something that somebody does or whatever and going like, oh, yeah. And sometimes for me, it's duh. <laughs> Why haven't I ever thought of that? Or mm-hmm. yep. Even if it's like a cleaning product that they use and I've maybe walked past it a hundred times and never tried mm-hmm. it. I'm like, oh, look it. You're, yep. You know what you're doing. Yep. I'm going to try that. Yep. We've had friends like this who are very good at hospitality, and we've eaten there countless times. And finally, one time when I was there, this was years ago now, but I I remember being like, how do they do this? There's so many kids everywhere. Like, Mm -hmm. And then I would help set the table, and the kid table was always just paper plates, paper cups, plastic forks. And for them, that that was like the line between this is possible (laughs) – and like this is not yeah. possible. <laughs> right. And it was something that simple. You know, we use cloth napkins, just making sure you have paper napkins so you can just throw down real quick. You know, just mm-hmm. sometimes it's sort of just these small things. Am I prepared for needing to feed people 
maybe unexpectedly or maybe yeah. feed a bigger crowd than I was originally anticipating. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, my mind immediately goes to food. For some people, that might not be right, relevant right. at all. Um, right. That's funny you mentioned that about the napkins, though, because we use cloth napkins. Um, but I have this specialty shop I like to hit half hour here from here or so. And I go there about twice a quarter, once a quarter, and they have all the fun, you know, like, you know, the guest towels that you put in your bathroom and they have like peacocks or swirly cues or whatever, and they're, they're disposable. Um, so they have like that line, Mm -hmm. they have the cocktail napkins and the dinner napkins and the guest towels. And last year I started making a habit each season of just picking up a pack, even though I like to, I, I do like to die on the cloth napkin hill. They bring me a lot of pleasure. Um, but I just thought, just grab a pack so you have them. And sure enough, every time those darn beautiful paper napkins bailed me out, somebody would stop by. I wouldn't have a stack of uh, linens ironed or they weren't clean. You know, we go through them a lot, mm-hmm. eight cloth napkins each meal, blah, blah, blah. Um, those darn things just, they saved the day. Mm-hmm. They made it look nice, nice wine glass. Here's a napkin. And then about four weeks ago, I had a girlfriend over and went to reach for them and didn't have any. And I, <laughs> it was just this little moment, but I thought I got to reflect for a couple seconds right there on how much like mental energy, mm-hmm. like just mental stress, just having those dumb pretty napkins relieved, how they made me feel confident. They made me feel prepared, like mm-hmm. for spontaneity if somebody stopped by. And I, after a whole year of doing that, this is such a trivial example, but I sure felt the pinch when I didn't have them. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, well, there's just a little very minute example of of being prepared mm-hmm. with with something like a napkin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It made a big it difference. It makes a big difference for the homemaker. Mm-hmm. Um, let, like you with your Band-Aid story from I last know. year, you know? I know. I've got a Band-Aid. I got a Band-Aid. Glory be. Do you need a Band-Aid? A Band-Aid. I have one. For a guest. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's talk about where we need to be prepared, kind of where we see the season applying. Okay. I mean, I'm kind of right there with you with the like the documentation. Oh, okay. When, it's like office when paperwork. We were going through the same thing <laughs> and realized there were a few birth certificates we didn't have for getting passports. And so they actually just came in the mail yesterday. You know, it's taxes time. So we're like, it's, it's exposing all the ick, <laughs> you know, in the paperwork. Oh. And you're realizing mm-hmm. where you need to tighten things up mm-hmm. and just be prepared for the next tax season, be a little bit more organized or whatever. Um, So I see that, like, administratively. Yeah. I see that in the home. Uh, Yes. There are some – do you remember Homestead Revival? Oh, yeah. Remember Amy Walker. She was a boss, man. All those binders made me hot. I wish she was still blogging. I love that woman. She was? I wish she was still blogging. She was the first blog that I fell in love with. Yeah. She really inspired me to want to be a grown-up. Yeah. I remember that. So I feel like that's where I am, where I'm getting notebooks, mm-hmm. clipboards, getting things in order and and showing kind of my – trying to have my kids observe how, what that looks like. Just very small, not anything crazy yet, baby steps because you can't just go through and like – I think we – here's I think something that's going to come out this season. I, I think we – we live in this culture that thinks you can just like Marie Kondo your life in one weekend <laughs> or whatever, like your whole persona. You just get this amazing overhaul and all of a sudden you're going to be prepared and organized. You're going to be the hostess extraordinaire. And it does not work that way. 
It's like two steps forward, three steps back, a little bit at a time, a little bit of progress. A lot of times we're um, battling bad habits that we've had for a long time. Uh, sometimes we're wanting to make changes and like maybe our spouse isn't. So it's hard to kind of get synced up. Mm -hmm. If you like say, for example, each want to be really to get each of you organized. Most of the time that's not going to happen. Um, mm -hmm. I think it'll be the season will be interesting. We'll kind of reveal a lot of things like that. Mm -hmm. um, but I think administratively it's going to come out. Um, for me, uh, you know, I'm not, I don't really have any desire to be a prepper per se. I'm not going to put a bunker in my backyard or anything like that. But watching what happened last year, um, when uh, what was it, Houston or Dallas? Who lost their power yeah. in Texas? I think it was Houston. In Texas last year. You know, I'm thinking, okay, it's not going to really hurt you. Yeah, you have, you know, some lentils, but maybe like have a proper inventory. Mm -hmm. Just kind of know, do you have matches? Do you have flashlights with actual working batteries <laughs> in them? You know, so like in kind of a very practical homemaker prepper conversation we could have this season. Um, I see it there. I see it in the garden. Mm -hmm. Don't you? Yeah. Kind of being prepared about how we're going to lay out our gardens. Are we going to waste time with crops that fail every year? That's next episode. What are we I want to talk. There? I want to do a full episode on that. Okay. But yes. What about very you? Where do, where do you see it going? Oh, so many places. I mm -hmm. think the icky part of this, like it gives me chills just saying this, like mm -hmm. it really is exposing it's going to be very, the pieces of me that yeah. I really don't like to have exposed. And and that makes me uncomfortable. Um, yeah. Uh, because I realize a lot of times the homemaker, not always, but a lot of times the homemaker reaps what she sows. And she yeah. builds the house with her hands and she tears it down with her hands. Right. And... I don't want that to be me. <laughs> and mm -hmm. I don't mean that just in terms of even being like the physical aspect of the preparedness that we're talking about, but um, emotional preparedness too, like being sturdy and filling that cup when you don't need it so that if something does mm -hmm. happen, you've got a well to draw from. Um, mm -hmm. I think it could apply there when you're talking about raising children. Um yeah. I think yeah, I'm raising teenagers. Yeah. There's nothing like <laughs> you know, they love to just like sort of yank the rug out from under your feet. Yeah. So yeah, being prepared. Being prepared. <laughs> and emotionally, yeah. I mean, for me that looks like like I need to be in scripture. I need to be praying. I mm -hmm. need to be t talking and consulting with um people who have sort of been there, done that and can can yes. lend an ear of wisdom. Um I think mm -hmm. it applies financially for sure. Um, mm -hmm. I remember when we started doing Dave Ramsey, no, two nickels to rub together. And mm -hmm. we, we talked about this last season when he's like, save $1,000 for emergencies. I was like, I I'll be dead. I will be dead before I have $1,000. Mm -hmm. And thinking that just sounded so out of the park impossible. But the whole idea was, hey, when you blow a tire on your van, you're going to need $200 for a new tire. Where are you going to get it? Or are you just not going to go to work because you don't have transportation? Like, mm -hmm. what are the things in place that you can have that will allow you to sort of take a blow? That's kind of how I think about preparedness. It's mm -hmm. not saving you from <laughs> any grand thing. You know, I'm not naive in that way. But yeah. 
if I could help my family to take the blow, whether that be the loss of a job, having to relocate, um, a bad year in the gardens, a bad year on the farm, mm-hmm. the loss of our dairy animal, um, you know, some maybe it's a big tax bill. Maybe it's a like we get wildfires here all the time. Every year in our valley, houses mm-hmm. are lost to wildfires. So am I it's naive of me to think that I don't need to be prepared with a burn box like that's actually in a burn safe. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um it's naive of me to think that. And I I in my unpreparedness could genuinely cause harm to my family. We had this a couple years ago where we lost electricity. There was a um a truck that hit a power pole and we were out of we didn't have any power for a couple days. Mm-hmm. And I had to go to my mom's to like get all the stuff cuz like you said I didn't have one candle like just to burn like a long burning candle. Like how long how many mm-hmm. beeswax candles you'd go through <laughs> when you don't yeah. have power mm-hmm. for three days. <laughs> yeah. <they're>, yeah. <laughs> Um, just a com- we were completely unprepared to to stomach even like Houston did just even a couple days of right. hey things aren't going exactly like they need to go and so that's kind of how I see it applying in my head like how can I buffer this uh, I have this friend Ashley and she has a ton of kids and she always carries a bin in the back of her car with extra sweatshirts jackets shoes socks so when they get to a place and some kids like oh, I didn't I don't have my left shoe. <laughs> like there's literally just a bin of stuff to grab from in the back. And yeah. she's like, some people would see this as like disorganized, right? As messy. But like okay. this is me being prepared because I can't okay. expect to get this many kids out with a jacket and then somebody's cold and then it becomes this problem. I mean, so I yes. think it's even applicable in these small instances. Yeah, I think it's great. I think there's going to be, especially if we reach out to our audience on Instagram, I think we're going to get a lot of little nuggets, just little shifts, mm-hmm. little ideas that we can all employ that uh, will make big changes. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I took my kids to the library during the break. I look down. They're all piling out of the truck. Junior's got shorts on and my garden wellies. <laughs> We're all the way to town. We're going to the library. Everybody's excited. He looks like a stripper. He's got like the boots like come up clear to the top of his thighs. Clopping around. They're dirty. Yep. Like, just go in. Yep. Like, what what am I going to do? Learn what hills you need to die on. That's not one of them. Mm -hmm. You know? My my kids, I think they were more embarrassed. I'm like, I'm I'm a mom of six kids. Like I've sent yeah. people to church with mixed match shoes on. Yeah. Like what? I can do this. I can do, yeah, wellies that are twelve sizes too yeah. big. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. Um, and I I think that is really don't like this word, but like I do think that is empowering for the homemaker because there is there's a lot that goes on in our worlds that's out of our control. Mm-hmm. Um. With our teenagers, for example, like you're mm-hmm. not controlling your teenager, you know, right? That's it's not going to happen. You're not going to control the weather. You're not going to control always your work situations. You're not going to control mm-hmm. social situations all the time. Like there's a lot that we sort of have to be able to sort of just buffer. And so I think it's applicable in a lot of different ways. And it did get me thinking, how do we get prepared? Because we're mm-hmm. not talking about building a bunker 
So right. like the first thing I thought of when thinking how do we actually get prepared? How does this apply like in day-to-day life was like actually thinking ahead. And that felt icky because I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't even know what I'm making for dinner tonight. Yeah. And so what happens is I, I'm not prepared. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's no peace in that. There's no pleasure in that. There's no like, oh, I'm not right. prepared. I'm just such a free spirit. Like that's not how it makes right. me feel at all. Yeah. Uh, you know, so kind of along the lines of the choose your heart theme we did year and a half ago or so. Um, because you it does take extra effort to be prepared. Mm-hmm. And you do know that challenges are going to come. Mm-hmm. Um, but think about the benefits of being prepared are we do know that challenges are going to come, whether it's a forest fire or getting out in public and realizing your child isn't appropriately dressed. I mean, there's a lot of there's enough things during the day that we really can't do anything right. about. We kind of have to take those blows. But what about the blows we can fend off, you know, like spending this season sort of analyzing what those are and and then eventually mm-hmm. making things, making our routine a little bit easier because there's less response. I get exhausted responding to things mm-hmm. all day long. We've talked about like decision fatigue as a mother, you know. It can feel like putting out fires. And yeah. you can't put out all the fires. You can't because you're not starting them. Sometimes other people start them and you have to deal with mm-hmm. them. But when we light fires ourselves and then get angry that we have to put them out. That's great. <laughs> like that's a waste of our energy and a waste of our resources. Mm-hmm. And um, I think part of it, too, is we think about like, yeah, how to get prepared then it it does come down to sort of accepting our role as the homemaker. And I think that can be hard. <laughs> that can sting like, no, this is actually under this falls under my job description. Yeah. Yeah. This falls under my job description. And I'll tell you, I know there are a lot of career women actually who listen to this podcast and you and I were both career women before we weren't. And we still are in a lot of ways, but well, just, yeah, just because we work from home. Yeah. My goodness. It can be yeah. really tricky though. When you have this job, when you have this competency, it can be really tricky when you've got an 18 month old, you know, and you're scraping poopy raisins off the carpet in there. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you think I'm above this. Like I shouldn't be doing this. I shouldn't have to be like scooping a turd out of the bathtub water. I shouldn't have to do mm-hmm. this. Um, and part of that is sort of just submitting to the work. I think we spend a lot of energy actually fighting what is what is ours to deal with. Yes, yeah. is the best way to say it. Mm-hmm. Like no one's going to come and pay your go through that stack of important paperwork that you need to file away. No one's going to come clean right. your refrigerator out. I mean, maybe somebody right. is, but you know what I mean. Insert mm-hmm. any number of examples that's applicable to your life. Mm-hmm. Um, Here, you talk. I have to uh, text a teenager who's not prepared wondering if he has a chiropractic appointment today. <laughs> <laughs> um, so accepting our role, submitting to the work. And I would say, too, if you're having a hard time doing that, talk to somebody about it. Talk to your pastor, 
talk to your friend, talk to your mom, talk to your husband. Mm-hmm. Um, you texted me instead of your teenager. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for noticing that. <laughs> Multitasking. I don't know my name. I don't know my son. Talk to somebody who can encourage you. Um Find a bosom buddy that you can that you can go through this with um, because this is your role and this is your work to do. And I think once we sort of accept that, then we can get to the place as homemakers where we can actually delight and rest in. Well, we can rest in some of the rest that we create through our preparedness. For example. Yes. Yes. I prepared dinner. <laughs> it's in the Instapot. Maybe it's nothing spectacular, but I did it. And now mm-hmm. I have a 45-minute window where I can go out to the gardens with my kids before supper. I- mm-hmm. I've created a pocket of rest for myself that would otherwise be chaos, stress. Yes. Angry mom. Mm-hmm. There is rest. Oh, yeah. Preparedness does – it does create pockets of sanity. Mm-hmm. And and then vice versa. I'm on instant pot number five now. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. my fourth one just broke during the break. I have to get another one. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. This, mm-hmm. Is it the little pop-up thingy? That's yeah, what breaks on mine. It just started like yeah. it just went berserk. It did like an R2-D2. It just went like. <laughs> yeah. Just went nuts. I've, gotten a few, I've gone through a few too. Mm-hmm. And that same thing. Um, Yeah. I think I think it's just good to remember that, homemakers. Like. There's rest there and there's fruit there. So like your labors aren't in vain. It's not like you're we're just saying, hey, pour more of yourself out. You're right. not doing enough. Pour more out. It's not what we're saying. Which I think is a lot of like, I think that's a pretty common message or a lot of, you know, there's a lot of well-meaning encouragement on social media, whether it's memes or what have you. But it really is the bottom, the underlying message is like, just do more. Yeah. You know, and... Maybe our, uh huh. Maybe what we're going to end up saying this this season is do better, <laughs> and and you actually can. I mean, we can we talk about skilling up. So mm-hmm. if if it's a maturity thing that that gets paperwork in order and puts it in somewhere other than the crawl space, I mean, like we have, there's going to be a lot of ownership this season. Yeah, yeah. I think the other message that you get from society is either do more, sort mm-hmm. of subliminally hidden. The other one is yes. like you're fine just the way you are. Yeah, and it's not your fault. And that's not true either because you have to get in bed with yourself at night and face down your day and face down the day you had, the way that you treated people, the way you reacted to things. And I think we know, we know when something's awry. We know Mm -hmm. when we've really dropped the ball, you know, and other people a lot of times end up paying the price. We tend to lash out at the people in our closest vicinity. (laughs) <laughs> whoever mm-hmm. that may be and you know we've really created unrest at that point and and so i think that's not that's not great news either if you just say i'm great the way i am but i get in bed at night with all these demons in my head <laughs> then that's not really <laughs> helpful either so right. um yeah i think there's there is there's a lot to be had there there's a lot of good stuff that we'll we'll be able to chew on um i'm going to we're actually finished like that was our time yeah. so i want to end with this quote okay uh, another anonymous quote for you <laughs> all right sorry anonymous we love you the beauty of the house is order the blessing of the house is contentment the glory mm-hmm. of the house is hospitality 
and the crown of the house is godliness. I think that's helpful to remember. Mm-hmm. So good stuff to chew on. Yeah. When we meet back here on Thursday, we're going to talk about preparedness in the garden. Hooray. And what preparedness makes possible in the garden. So very cool. we'll see you back here on Thursday. Yes. So follow us over on Instagram. In the meantime, um, we'll have stories and, and highlights there. We'll be showing the little trailers of the show. You can hang out with us there. Leave some comments. Let us know um, how the episode impacted you, what thoughts you had from it, any ideas or nuggets you want to share with the audience. That would be great. Welcome to season 11. Prepared makes possible. And we'll see you on Thursday. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.